This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Hello and welcome to Line Dance Podcast with Megan Barcelia and Christopher Gonzalez. We returned yesterday from Dance Experience Nashville 2019, our first time at the event, and we are recuperating as it was an intermediate and up event. Intense, I would say. Full of complex dances and late night dancing. And we have the next few days during, and you can look this up, it it is an actual thing, National Line Dance Week, which goes from Monday through Saturday of this week and uh, terminates two days before the first day at Vegas Dance Explosion. So we're recollecting and thinking about what we will be dancing in Vegas as we also think about what we danced this past weekend at Dance Experience Nashville. I'm going to hand the mic over to Megan. Okay. (laughs) Well, I guess we can start with our trip there. We left really, really early. I think it was uh, Wednesday night because our flight took off at like 12.35 a.m. So we held a little bit of club to get the last few reviews in that we needed for this weekend. That's Sonoma State Lion Dance Club. And we ended up leaving at 9. I was very impressed with us because we planned to leave at 9 and we actually accomplished that plan. We got to the airport with plenty of time to get through security and get to our flight, which was nice. So it wasn't hectic or stressful. There wasn't really any issues other than I think your your ticket didn't say pre-check because you had bought it before you qualified for pre-check. So that was the only minor thing, which means you just had to go through security like the rest of us, as opposed to pre-check security. So fortunately, it wasn't too busy at that time of day. So we made it through, uh, sat down for a little bit and waited. Uh, So then we ended up landing in Dallas-Fort Worth for our layover. This is where our journeys somewhat split. Uh, Your flight was earlier than mine by like, I think, half an hour to an hour or something like that. Um, So you ended up landing before me. This was the flight that I got lucky enough to be bumped up to first class. So that was very, very enjoyable. I think after spending time in first class, I have decided that my goal is when able. I am going to take first class as much as I can. I'm going to pay for the extra when it's uh, on my dime, I guess you can say. And so once... I ended up getting there. You had already checked into our hotel. Uh, once I ended up getting there, we ended up going and picking up the rental car the next day. So we had one whole day without a rental car. We pretty much unpacked and just kind of relaxed and got ourselves situated into the hotel and started getting ourselves mentally prepared for what was in store for us for the weekend. Uh, The first night, this was Wednesday, was the welcome party at Nashville Palace. So that was an off-site venue that Diane and Sandy had rented out. It was certainly an interesting experience to me to see all of these almost 300 people dancing in a bar to circuit dances so it's a little fun crossover for me um it was very warm very warm and a lot of people so that was nice we got to catch up with a lot of different people uh some of which we had seen recently and some of which we haven't seen for several months to almost a year so uh was there any thoughts that you had on nashville palace it was like a crossover episode, 
beyond even like genres. So normally, let's say you're watching uh, a kid's superhero show and it's you know, set in the Marvel universe. You would expect, you know, if they have a massive end of the season episode and it's like Spider-Man, maybe they'll have guest appearances by like X-Men or the Avengers or other Marvel characters. This felt so big across so many continents that this is more like one of those crossover episodes where everybody who's on that channel gets into the show. Like, I think there was one episode of, uh, or there was like a special weekend of TGIF. Was it TGIF? There was some weekend when Boy Meets World and Sabrina the Teenage Witch and various other characters all got together and, and crossed over and they, their shows had nothing to do with each other. And you're like, how did anyone organize all these people to be in the same place at the same time, loosely based around this theme? And the first night in Nashville Palace, we had our Bay Area people, who I don't typically see at, at events. And then our Southern California people like Luann and Sheila and Chris Carroll and people from... Australia, of course, you know, our Simon and Maddie and then Scandinavian people, Yanni and Kirsten and, and then all the UK people, so many UK people. And then Florida people, people who go to the JC events, like everyone was here and I was questioning reality. Like, am I awake right now? This is so strange. And I didn't really know what to do with myself. I was just kind of like observing and taking it all in. There was no, I, I kind of felt this over the course of the weekend, but you know, it happened on the first night a lot as well. There was no floor splitting really because the floor was full all the time with intermediate dances and dancers. So if I didn't know a dance, I just kind of watched. I didn't know a lot of dances as it turned out because we haven't been the most up to date in the last year and a half or two years or so. Uh, and this this was an odd experience for me because I'm used to going to events where there's like a mixture across levels and there's always space on the floor so that even if it is an intermediate or up dance, you can just floor split with something else. And then you, you can just guarantee that like every fourth song you'll be doing like an American kids or pontoon or lonely drum or something like that. So, you know, having none of this available that first night, um, I really just, wandered around and looked for cool spots underneath like a, a ventilation shaft if there was one or uh, a fan which there was what? there's just yeah a fan <laughs> sitting on the bar that I stood in front of um, I would say the highlight for me outside of whatever dances were played in that room uh, the highlight would have been when I wandered into the room where the live band was playing and they were between sets. So they were just playing whatever music was going on in the background. And one of the songs that came on was Watermelon Crawl. And I danced it by myself for a while until somebody was like, oh, yeah, this, this is Watermelon Crawl. And somebody joined me to dance it. And that felt comfortable. That was like, yes, I know this. I know what I'm doing here. This is like dancing at a farmer's market and somebody in the crowd happens to be a line dancer. And I mean, the people who were there were probably not there for the event. The, the event had its own blocked off private party room. So the people in the front area with the bar were just there because they like Nashville palace, I guess they're just in the area that felt exciting for me. Like, aha, I I'm able to dance this dance that I know. And maybe this woman who was sitting here wouldn't have been able to dance it unless somebody else had broken the seal. And then I felt good about that. And that was toward the end of the night. So it, it counted for me as like getting some dancing in. Uh, there were other dances that I danced, I'm sure. And uh, Dave actually posted a list of everything that was posted or that was played at Nashville palace specifically. So we can run down through those uh, at some point in the next few minutes as well. Yes, I certainly understand what you mean about like worlds colliding and it being almost surreal in effect because I remember just keeping, I can't get over how many people 
from different sections of my life are all in the same room right now. I mean, you you tend to get a little bit of sprinkling here and there at these events, but a lot of our Bay Area people don't travel past, I'm going to say Vegas. (laughs) There's maybe one or two, like Jesse's group, of course. I said Jesse, which... You know, there's there's a few of them that travel with her, but typically speaking, it's only like four or five people that we know from Bay Area, and yet we have people from not just Bay Area, but from Sonoma County area kind of thing. So it was certainly different. Um, I don't think I can speak to any one particular highlight moment for me for the first night. I think it was, as I like to describe myself on the first night of any dance event, is I'm the puppies whose master just got home and I haven't seen them in like forever. So I just get really excited to see everybody. So I, I, I float around a lot and I, I hug people and I talk to them and I catch up. And so that's how I am. I'm very much in that mode when it comes to the first night of dancing typically and so I was grateful that it just so happened to be at Nashville Palace which I'm not kidding when I say I think the smallest group on the floor until the very very last song um, was still a full floor like so it was packed almost every single dance so I really actually enjoyed getting on the floor for a couple dances here and there, but mostly just taking that time to like catch up with everybody I haven't seen since a majority of them Windy City last year. So that was really, really nice for me. So I guess that could be my highlight moment with air quotes. Not really a moment, but just highlight memories. Um, I did very much enjoy, very much enjoy Simon Ward pulling out all the spouses that support their significant other in their dance journey and they go to all these events and he pulled out and acknowledged uh, several husbands and you know said how like I don't think we give them enough credit or anything and this is for all of them and he ended up doing the wobble and he pulled all of them up front, like one by one throughout the song. It was dancing with them. We have several uh, recorded. Um, I think that was probably one of my favorite moments of the night. And I'm just going to jump in and, and mention, uh, as we probably mentioned in a previous episode, the wobble line dance, or what is known as the wobble line dance, Uh, is based on a dance called Nasty Girl. So if anyone wants to look into that, Nasty Girl predates the wobble. And I'm just taking any opportunity I can to spread the word uh, so that other people will know like who choreographed and all that good stuff. Yeah, so that was a lot of fun. I know I have a video of it. I have not yet posted anything uh, video wise from this event and I am not sure if I will or not uh, simply because sometimes I really like keeping things low key and you had to be there moments but I at least have it for my own memories of course so that was a lot of fun um, there was one dance the very end or towards the end I guess I should say called Feet Don't Fail Me Now that we definitely saw and learned before the end end of the weekend so that we can participate in it again because it was a cute, fun little dance. And uh, I'm going to just shout out, thank you, Ryan Hunt, for going over that with us real quick again before we ended up dancing it. Gave, Gave me at least a fighting chance, and I appreciate that. But other than that and just catching up with everyone on that for that first night, I think we can go over the the playlist at this point. All right. I also just want to mention Feet Don't Fail Me Now in case anybody is frantically searching through Copper Not For It. It is the dance by Peter Metelnik. Feet Don't Fail Me Now by Peter Metelnik. Okie dokie. I did not write down dances uh, as I usually do. Uh, 
for this event because Big Dave actually uh, posts the playlist for events where he DJs sometime afterward. He actually just posted the one for Nashville Palace earlier today. And you know what? Now that I think about it, now that I think about it, I think I actually did write this one down. <laughs> Let me take a look in my folder of papers. Blank papers. I have no list. I could have sworn that I actually wrote wrote the dances down because I remember having like a little base of operations, but also I, I remember sitting in the back booth area and not updating it. So maybe I didn't. Maybe I thought about doing it and then I didn't. Gosh. Anyway. This list will be different than our usual lists because I typically write them down as they were danced. Uh, Dave uh, posted them alphabetically, so this will not reflect the order or rotation or anything like that. This is just uh, the list alphabetically. Also, he made a note at the top, uh, we also had some fun from Maddie with a Teach of the Get Up Contra Style by Brandon and Stacey Zahorsky. Um, I, I think I observed that lesson since the floor was quite full, but it looks like a fun dance for those who enjoy the song The Get Up and want to dance to it. Okie dokie. Starting alphabetically from A, we have Ain't Misbehavin', Beautiful In My Eyes, Blaze of Glory, Boots, Break the Internet, Break, Break the Internet, Codigo, Come Alive, Dig Your Heels, I actually danced Dig Your Heels because there was room on the floor for it, and I didn't remember it very well, but I followed it, and I had uh, great fun doing so. Down to the Roots, Drop Snap, Fall for You, Feet Don't Fail Me Now, Get Wild, the first of many plays over the weekend. Globe Trotten, Good Time. Really? We did Good Time? Must have been a different Good Time. This one says Aggie Marler. Um, hmm. It is quite possible they did good time while we were waiting to get there because we showed up late because we took the later bus. Hmm. Well, the, I'm pretty sure that the good time dance we do is by Jenny Kane. Let me just do a quick Google search. Good time Jenny Kane. Yep, that's the one we do. Uh, oh, wow, she's actually from Nashville. I did not know that. Well, something called good time was danced. After that was graffiti, groovy love, hairspray, I'm glad we learned hairspray in time for the event. I did not think it would be done on the first night in a bar. I uh, wouldn't have minded having another 24 hours to cram it, um, uh, re review, but uh, there it was. Have fun, go mad. Healing hands. Hurts like a cha-cha. In the six, Jesse James. Jesse with no James. Uh, just a phase. Keep it grooving. Lady in red. Legends Tonight, L-I-L-Y, Love Rush, Made For Now, Make It Shake, Nothing But You, Off The Chain, Oh Ruby, Perfect, Ah, uh, and I guess it was split with Perfect Baby? Huh, didn't even notice. Pieces, Pom Poms, wait a second, did we dance Rolling Rhythm to Perfect when it was played? No, which one no, did we, we did. Do? Thought we, we did. did, but we did it in the back up We'd, by the bar. Yes. Huh. I don't know where they would have had room in the front to do Perfect Baby. Anyway, Pieces, Pom Poms, Power Mix. Run Me Like a River, Second Time Around, Secrets We Keep, Shady, Shake That, Shot of Tequila, Simply the Best, Soul Shake, Stomp Your Feet, Tie Want Love, The Show, Tiptoe, Vanatek Cha, Watch the Tempo, Whatever It Takes, Whip it, wiser and older, and wobble, aka nasty girl. Let me just do a quick control F for the word shake. Wow. So we had soul shake, make it shake, and shake that all in one night. Probably not in that order. All right. Well, that's our little mini playlist for just that first night. Moving on. Well, we weren't quite finished that night. No. We were, we were a little on the awake side, and a group of us decided to go downtown Nashville. We ended up going back to our hotel to change real quick because I was awfully sweaty, and I needed to drop off my bag because apparently I was told that most of the bars 
downtown don't allow bags. So instead of risking it, I just chose to drop off my bag and I took the opportunity to change. And we ended up taking an Uber downtown. And I am so totally... Oh, Kid Rock. That's where we ended up going. We ended up meeting several people at Kid Rock's swear word rock bar something. I don't, I'm not... I think it was like big, big, big swear word honky tonk bar. Yeah, something like that. It's Kid Rocks. That's all I know. Um, and where there was some live music playing, and we just kind of hung out socially and just kind of enjoyed the the Nashville experience, I guess you can say, of being downtown with live music and good company. So that was fun. Um, we ended up going to Waffle House in between where we were staying and the host hotel where everybody else who was with us in this party um, ended up staying. And we just enjoyed some uh, early, early morning food, some hash browns and eggs, and I think you had a pancake or a waffle or something along those lines. We ended up going back to the hotel because Thursday... We originally thought started earlier. So we planned to pick up the rental car at 9 in the morning. Turns out, registration opened at 6.30 p.m. on Thursday evening. So once we picked up our rental car Thursday morning, we went grocery shopping. Reviewed a couple dances, and then went back to the hotel and relaxed for a little while longer. Till we met some folks and helped them go gro- grocery shopping of sorts. And then we ended up going back to the hotel and getting ready for the evening. Uh, any thoughts on the day or maybe getting into open dance that night? Something that I do remember about Wednesday, now that you mention it, was that I wasn't sure about going to downtown Nashville. I think it's important if you're the kind of person who feels like you're going to be missing out by not leaving the host hotel to prepare ahead of time, to prepare your mind ahead of time for where it is that you're going. Because we were in Nashville and I didn't even think about like what was there, what I should see, where I should go what I would be really excited by. And I was searching YouTube for things to do in Nashville, like Nashville nightlife, to try to convince myself that after a night of very sweaty dancing um, on Wednesday night in Nashville Palace and laying down on the hotel bed, uh, each of us had these tiny twin beds that, uh, you know, are a lifesaver when you're tired, but like they're, they're not, they're not like, I guess what we're used to for event uh, event hotels. Um, This one was a little off location. Anyway, um, just laying there thinking, do I want to get back up? Do I want to go back out and put more pressure on my feet? Let's find something online that tells me you must go do this. It's too amazing to miss. I was not prepared for that. I probably should have been thinking about this before we took the flight there and I should have been brimming with energy of, um, you know, tourism and sightseeing. And because I didn't think about it until I got there, I was not full of that. Uh, So I guess if I had, then all day Thursday, we probably would have been sightseeing. We probably would have been checking out Music Row and downtown and all the other cool things that you're supposed to leave the event to see especially since we had all day to do it and no event. But instead, we just kind of took it easy, which I guess was fine considering all the intensity of what we ended up doing later at the event. But, um, you know, maybe maybe I'll look back and regret it and think I should have taken advantage of the time I was there. I still haven't been told that I missed anything that I personally would have loved to see. So I think I'm okay. Um but I think next year I will have had time to prepare 
and then right before we get there that's when I can feel I can like look up all the stuff that I missed and then feel terrible about missing it in 2019 just in time to go see it in 2020 I'll wait until then to look it up <laughs> yeah I am not necessarily one of those that needs to go out and see everything but with the fact that we had so many people there going out I'm really glad I chose to go out on Wednesday evening um, even if it was just a, you know for like an hour or two to hang out and just kind of experience it, it was it was nice being a part of a crowd for a little bit. Um, but back to Thursday, we got there, and it looks like we had some social dancing previews for wor- Friday workshops. Um, I do believe that Friday kind of set the bar for the sorry Thursday. Um, set the bar for the rest of the weekend when it came to having a couple dances in a row that we do know and then several that we didn't and we took the several that we didn't opportunities to review some of the ones that we don't normally get to dance Um, I do have to have a big 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 thank you and shout out to Big Dave he certainly played a lot more of our requests than we're used to getting played uh, because most of ours are older and so not as many people know them. And so that was a really nice treat for us to be able to get to play some of these older dances. And I know you have a, a list of which dances we specifically requested. Uh, there was a couple others added because I, I added them later in the evening but it was mostly just the ones that we had talked about not getting played at other events or ones that we had just re-upped our knowledge on. Uh, let's see, while you find that, I'm trying to think if there's... Oh, looks like he found the list. Yep. All right. Um, I will read the ones that were not uh, played and then the one. Well, actually, I'll start with the ones that were played and then the, I'll go on to the ones that were not played because we did give them or we gave him quite a few all on the first night and said we're in no rush sometime over the course of the weekend would be great if any of these are played and uh he did seem to space them out over the course of the days so the ones that were played faded kissing strangers from the ground up ak freak time to ride pump it somewhere in my car which has a fun story bring it Fragile, Cadillac Ride, Chase That Dollar, Trust Me, and Spiderweb. And the ones that we didn't get to this time around that hopefully we'll have a chance to dance in Vegas or maybe uh, Florida Dance Classic or possibly even Windy City since all of these will be coming up. We have Rapper's Delight, She Will Be Loved, Free Fallen, JR Drop, Funk and Feel It, Raise Your Glass, Guilty, Snap Your Fingers, See You Strut, Speechless, AM to PM, Natural Selection, Too Sexy, and Powerade. Yeah, so that was the list of our requests. We generally like to put them all on one page the first night and hand them to DJ and be like, when you think any of these might be a good fit, this is the updated list of one of the ones that are some of the ones that we're excited to dance and know because unfortunately you know when you only see certain DJs so often and you don't really communicate with what you've been learning they don't know what new things you've learned so we just like to kind of upfront and we get surprised that way as well as opposed to just requesting one or two at a time it's we don't know which ones are going to get played and when they're going to get played at during the weekend so we just tend to check in on the the very last day if there's any ones that in particular we have not gotten played yet that just we would be really really oh man why didn't we get that to dance that and we'd really be selective on that last day so that we can be like okay well you didn't get to this one dance out of this hundred that we gave you obviously exaggeration um if you can play just this one on this very last day then we will consider this a win event for us so but big dave did an excellent job of really keeping 
uh, our requests mixed into to the re- other requests. So I, I thank you for that. Um, I know we took a survivor photo that night. I do not recall as to what time it was. Uh, I believe first night was 2.45, second night was 3. There you go. I know it was late. <laughs> I know that much. We got back to our hotel and pretty much got ready f- for bed. And we prepared ourselves because this was going to be a one-room adve- event for the next day's workshops. Now, I also made it a goal of mine to take more workshops during the events. And the first workshop was 10 a.m., A Little Swing by Rachel. And we both wanted that one for sure. So we knew we were going to have to get up early to get there on time. Um, I do know that there was a couple schedule changes that um, instead of just going straight down the list, it looks like, so first class was Rachel with a little swing. Second class was Fred down for your lovin', which was choreographed with Shane. That one was tricky for me. There was a couple movements in there that my body had never done before. And so convincing it that it's okay to do a hip hop move took a little uh, negotiating. Uh, but it was a very interesting combination. Once I got it, like the timing down and the steps, it f- I felt a little bit better about it, but it's certainly one that I, I personally will need a lot of practice on. Um, it followed up with Joey's Take a Look at This. Uh, that one was a 32 counts, I think two tags, a restart. Uh, a little confusing, but not at the same time. I think it was just a timing thing and where I was standing, I was off to, I was actually even off the floor, um, off to the far right side and in front of the DJ booth and I was try I couldn't barely see anybody's feet when it came to teaching and so I kinda had to really hear and pay attention closely to what they were saying about timing and which foot goes where. And so I think I confused myself once or twice on that one. But then we had most people's favorite class, lunch, from 1 to 2.30. And we came back with Simon teaching moves, which was co-choreographed with Shane. Uh, Debbie ended up teaching about last night. And Maddie concluded the day at 4.30. Well, her lesson started at 4.30 with woke up late. So that was the first day. And then we ended up having a dinner break. I do not recall what we did. Maybe we went back and rested a little bit. And then we had 8 o'clock started the social dancing. So there's that. And then previews for Saturday workshop around 9.30. Of the classes that I took that day, which were all except about last night, the one that I found myself most excited to review and dance later would have been A Little Swing. That song is just interesting. I've been listening to it a lot today, actually, in between gigs, just driving to different places, and it's an unusual song. So then it makes you want, it's like when you learn a new word and you want to use it in a sentence, just because it's like, where did this word come from? I want, I want to apply this in my own life day by day and, and see where it fits in. It's kind of how I feel about this dance. It uses the sides, like the, the, the front and back, side to side. It also uses the diagonals. So it's like a snowflake. And then it also has that unusual tag. I can see why Rachel would want to be sure that she was ready and, and completed with this dance before she released it. And she said she's been used, sitting on this track, but she wanted to use it for the last several years. I'm glad that she did, especially with the announcement that she made. Who knows when you know, she would be able to 
release it in full if she had to wait even longer. Um, yeah, I'm glad that it's going to have an audience so that I can dance it. Unfortunately, when she released See You Strut, I don't think she was touring you know, at a lot of events at the time. She posted a how-to online, but it really helps put it out there if you can teach it in person. And I like that dance, but I don't get to dance it very often. I'm hoping that because she actually taught it physically at this event, uh, I'll be able to dance a little swing with more people who know it. I believe it was also taught at Dance Masters as well. So, yeah. Um, this was a challenging the brain kind of day. I took the first four lessons. I, I don't even know how to describe how much effort that took on my brain. My body was fine. My feet were fine. But it was really the focusing on getting four lessons you know, 50 minutes long each in the first day. Um, a lot of people ha- I spoke with asked how it was for me um, taking the lessons because, you know, I can learn, and I use that term loosely, you know, several dances in one day in a small amount of period of time and retain a good majority of them. And they had asked why I thought that it was a little bit harder for me for the four lessons. And when I said it, it's like it's a little bit different when you're standing on your feet for longer and getting the repetition of the average of the class as opposed to being able to move at your own pace, which you know, if you get the first 16 counts, no problems, you don't have to repeat those as much versus say you get the third eight count, you need a little bit more work on, but then the last eight count, you're fine. So you can, you can work on your specific trouble spots as opposed to who the general is, who's struggling with, with the lesson or whatever. There's also something to be said about reading the step sheets or even watching videos at your pace. Um, and so I think the I learned that standing puts a little bit more toll on my mental capacity. And so I, I chose to sit down several times during the lessons while they were repeating the sections that I had down. And then I would stand up for the ones that I would need the repetition on. So I think that helped a little bit, but it still put a little bit more taxing strength on my brain power to have four of these lessons back to back to back to back. Um, But I'm really glad that I took the lessons because I certainly got a lot of nuances from each instructor regarding that specific dance as well as just different perspectives from someone who is teaching dance I was able to kind of look at how they were breaking things down and how they were describing things and where they struggled to explain something versus where they just smooth sailing it clicked with the whole crowd no problem. And that just kind of gave me a different perspective as well to remind myself as I am a student in a big class how to best teach my class as an instructor. So I'm really glad that I took as many lessons as I did that first day. Yeah, definitely made me feel um, grateful for classes in our area on whom we are able to practice teach before we go to an event and teach you know, a larger group. Because I could see times when, and actually Debbie kind of made light of it, uh, saying something about you know this being the first time she's teaching uh, the dance she was teaching and people were clapping. She said, no, no, you think that's a good thing. You think that's a good thing that you're the first teach? Because uh, the first teach is where you figure out what's going to be hard to call, what people are going to have trouble learning that you didn't anticipate they would have trouble with. Um, and I could see during one of the classes of the day, one of the instructors kind of putting it together in that instructor's own head and figuring out how 
to describe something that that instructor had not had to communicate before. And that instructor, I thought, did very well in speaking confidently and getting us all through it. But if that instructor had probably not been doing this for a while, did not have experience with fumbling in minor ways, uh, then all the rest of us, having been following this instructor's leadership, might feel discouraged and maybe upset that the instructor didn't didn't have every I dotted and T cross and all that. Uh, because we're all friends here in this shared room, it ended up going okay. But I, I saw that and I thought, oh man, I've been there. Like I've felt that like rush in my cheeks, like my ears getting hot, like, uh-oh, I'm I'm in the spotlight now and they all see that I am, just learned this like five minutes before I had to teach it. And I don't like feeling that, that um, feeling of being flustered. And I'm sure that it was not fun for the instructor who was talking us all through that chunk of the dance. However, there are ways to calmly and confidently get through it. And I think by watching the pros at work at this event, uh, it made it seem more possible for those of us with less experience um, to reason our ways out of what otherwise might be an emotional situation. Yeah. Any other thoughts on Friday before we move on to later in the day? Um, any thoughts from you for the lessons or anything other than that one? Well, I definitely took the other lessons other than about last night. Uh, one note that I got from people was their surprise that I was able to learn from my seat. I wanted to pace the pressure that I put on my feet over the course of the weekend. So rather than stand and shift my weight back and forth and wait through instructions and then move around and do the thing and then do more reps than I need to of something or feel frustrated that I didn't get enough reps of this other thing, I just sat and watched and imagined doing all the steps. And then when it came time for music, I got up and did it with music. And then if they went over more parts of the dance without music, I'd sit back down. And that's how I did all the lessons for the entire weekend. And I think it went all right. Yes, I'm a little envious of how good you are at a visual learning stance, as opposed to me, I have to feel things. Um, I remembered what I did for dinner. Now, I believe I went and actually ate with my brother from another mother and his new wife. So I actually got a little bit more sightseeing of Nashville, an amazing burger with um, a pretzel bun. That was really good. So I was really glad to see Danny and his wife. So I, I thank them for treating me to dinner. Um, after that, we came we went back for open dancing, which we can definitely go over the playlist later. Uh, the following day was Saturday. Now, I really, really wanted to make it to Fred's lesson of limelight. However, when I woke up the next morning, I, I just, my body did not want to get up. And so I have taken into consideration really listening to my body as of late and the past few events and not forcing it into something that especially first thing in the morning could potentially injure myself or affect in a not positive manner uh, the rest of my day. So I just listened to my body and I rested for a little bit longer and I knew that I wanted to show up for Simon's moves or sorry, um, no, I lied. Uh, Rachel's I Can Do Hard Things. And that was after lunch. But we had also had made plans to interview Tom Glover during lunch. So I knew we had to be there by at least lunchtime, which was 1 p.m. So I just, each time I woke up and went, okay, can, can I make it to this lesson? No. All right, unfortunate. But we'll move on. So the first lesson was Fred with Limelight. Second lesson was Maddie Danny's song. Third, uh, now I'm confused. The second lesson 
I'm not sure what happened here. Um, We're looking at two different lists. We're uh, comparing a post that was made by a um, dancer on Facebook with what was listed in the schedule. But either way, the, okay. the, the dances were done that day. Okay, so I'm assuming it first was Limelight. Second was Joey's Party on the Hill, a.k.a. Come to Brazil. And that's Party in the Hills. The reason that I remember that is because it's very similar to Party in the Back, which is available on Kopernov and any other line dance places that you'd like to look up and absolutely get her dance. That's my plug. Yeah, what he said. Um, then we had Maddie with Danny's song. Then we had the interview, and we came back with Rachel's I Can Do Hard Things, Simon's Reminiscent, and Debbie teaching Shane McKeever's Juicy Fruit. I enjoyed Reminiscence quite a bit. Um, I, I was kind of wary of doing any of the slow lessons because I didn't think that my body really needed slow dances right now. We just reviewed so many of them this past uh, month with our Sonoma State Line Dance Club people and I feel like I've gotten a lot of the slow feelings out of my system through like Speechless and Free Fall and then Fault Line and Little Red Corvette and I didn't think I really needed you know a new nightclub or a new waltz to express anything that I hadn't already gotten out but I enjoyed the feeling of reminiscence to music as well as I can do hard things to music uh, they both flowed very well in, in the sense that when I later came back to them during reviews, my body, even when it wasn't entirely sure where it was going or what it was doing, kind of just fell into the steps that I had learned earlier. Whereas some of the more fast paced dances uh, that I learned on the first day did not come as quickly or as easily. And there would be little four counts at a time of like, oh, right, I need to squeeze that back in there because otherwise you know, it, it wouldn't just naturally happen. I need to kind of, I don't know, mallet that into this section between other sections. Both I Can Do Hard Things and Reminiscence seemed to lead from section to section without any kind of filler. And, uh, you know, for that, I appreciate Rachel and Simon's choreography. Yes, um, I definitely took I Can Do Hard Things and Reminiscence. I enjoyed I Can Do Hard Things. Naturally, it's a Rachel dance and she's brilliant. I don't need to tell that to you guys, even though I just did. I was surprised at how I was moved by reminiscence I was able to connect to it on a very personal and emotional level and actually I was shocked at when Simon gave us a little bit more background on that dance that it was a similar situation for him and so that was kind of a a moment for me to be able to not only connect with the song, but connect a little bit more with Simon as to why he choreographed to that song. So that was kind of a special moment for me. And I really like that one. I think that's one that I'm going to try and fight to keep a lot longer. Um, we had a dinner break and I know that we took a rest and then there was social dancing, and then there was the Nashville Jam presenting Annie B's band, which they had live performers come, and they assigned certain dances to some of the songs that they were going to do during their sets. And then we had the previews for the Sunday workshops and more dancing, which obviously we will talk about later. Uh, unfortunately, we were not able to uh, attend the concert by the Annie B band. Uh, and I think one of the things that especially stood out to me from that was that they started the set with somebody like you and we know the dance, somebody like you. And if it had been at the end of the set, we might've caught it, but it was right at the beginning. It just didn't happen. Yeah. Um, I believe this was the night that we got lucky and Barry and Derry Ann Amato joined for the evening and we were able to steal some of their time to get an interview which was really nice because 
I fell in love with their dance, um, Do Your Thing, and it was really cool as soon as, because I had gotten there, and I was really, really excited about seeing them or whatever because I had got to meet them, so it was either this night or Friday night, I do not recall at the moment, but I remember being very excited to be able to sit down and talk with them. After Open Dance, we had our survivor photo, which was taken at 3.53 a.m., Sunday. So Sunday, Sunday I took one whole dance the whole day. So Sunday, doors opened at, looks like 9.30. First teach Maddie with uh, Bobby McGee, followed by Debbie, which is Tiny Voice, and then Joey's dance, Oceans Deep. And then uh, there was a lunch break, then Simon came back with Nothing to Hide, Fred Whitehouse, Get in a Rush, and Rachel McEnany White concluded the night or the, concluded the lessons with Legends Tonight. I took Get in a Rush and I really enjoyed it. It was a cute, very accessible dance and I really enjoy it. I think that's one that I plan on teaching actually because I thought it, it was very well choreographed to a fun song. So um, after that, during dinner break, there was actually a pool party, uh, cocktail hour, uh, that we had, we were lucky enough to be able to purchase tickets for even at this event. And we went out there and it was nice. It was nice being outside and just kind of watching everything. Um, we ate some food, got to catch up with some folks, took some pictures, but it was just really kind of nice and laid back. What was different about this event as opposed to other events is Sunday night, there was still more dancing. So that was a nice treat. So we came back in at 8 p.m. for more social dancing, which I think we concluded around 1 a.m., I believe. And then we began our trek home, which was quite the experience since there was uh, one runway was closed in SFO because of construction. So it delayed everything. So there's been a lot of flights delayed or even canceled at this point. So that was interesting enough. But I will hand the mic back for you so this way you can talk about any experiences you may have had on Sunday. Um, nothing jumps out. I did also take Get in a Rush and... I enjoyed it. Oh, there is this um, list that Dave posted that I will pull up right now. Uh, I will read verbatim what he has typed. We had collect. Oh, can't do his accent quite the way he can, but we had collected a current top ten in advance. That's a terrible accent. We had collected a current top ten in advance from experienced dancers, which looked like this. Note: This is an intermediate slash advanced parentheses new line event. Down to the roots, get wild, simply the best, whatever it takes, wiser and older, in the six, boys, reverse, burden, secrets we keep. Others bubbling under, or maybe should have been in the above even, include break the internet, drop snap, I can't stop, when you walk in, and revolution. Whilst a higher level event mainstream, floor fillers also included... All I Need to Know, California, Vanatek Cha, Graffiti, The Show, Just a Phase, Love Rush, Music to My Eyes, Nothing But You, Lily, True Inspiration, Senorita La La La, and Shot of Tequila. Soul Shake was also a mega popular new one, and Dance on My Island, Rolling with Love, Thousand Times, Wanna Know, and Obsession Cha are all clearly on the up big time. Likewise, Legends Tonight, which was one of the teachers too. The dances that were a first play for me over the event in social dancing were Bonaparte's Retreat, Can't You See, Dance on the Weekend, Fall So Fast, Fire on Fire, Legends Tonight, Obsession Cha, Rock With You, Rolling With Love, Soul Shake, Take the Ride, This Is Us, Thousand Times, Wanna Know, We Love It, and When You Walk In. I like that Dave has this little summary of what was popular and what was new? Did you have any thoughts uh, with, or without actually pulling up the ginormous list that we'll probably do a full playlist breakdown for? Uh, did you have any thoughts on just these highlighted dances? Sure. Um, I was definitely glad that I recently learned and taught Get Wild 
seeing as that was probably the most popular dance played during the weekend. Um, I'm glad that we finally learned whatever it takes several months back. Uh, We certainly waited that one out long enough to know that this one wasn't going to go anywhere anytime soon. Wiser and older. Oh my gosh. I could probably talk an hour alone on that dance. I am obsessed with it. I think Joey was brilliant when he found that song and choreographed to it. It's one of those that just... I do not dance the steps to that dance. That dance moves me across the floor. I love it so, so, so much. And it is a must learn to anybody who has not learned it that enjoys the slower dances as well. Um, I also very much enjoyed In the Six. It was a little bit tricky because when I danced it, the first time was at Nashville Palace on a packed floor and it definitely travels in that dance. So it was interesting to take little itty bitty baby steps uh, to not run into my counterparts dancing. Um, there is a few that I'm sad that I still haven't gotten off my tushy to learn secrets we keep because that's been around for a while now and I don't think it's going anywhere as well as down to the roots. Um, I am hoping that Scott will be teaching that in Vegas. However, I'm also worried that because he does it definitely has some new dances that he's recently come out with whether or not that one will make it to the list. And I I really want to get on that one. Uh, Drop Snap has been on my list for a while, as has I Can't Wait. So those are two that I will be looking into as well. Or I'm sorry, I can't stop. My apologies. Um, As for the other ones, uh, California, that's one that we actually liked the song to. But I wasn't inspired to jump on it and then they released the dance to it so I was glad that somebody put something out there too so since I have not learned it yet I actually find that it floor splits very well to lonely drum uh, with no tag which is nice since I know a lot of us forget the tag anyways Uh, Vanatech Cha has been a a favorite of mine for I think almost over a year now at this point. I believe Michael taught it in uh, Pike's Peak last year. So that was nice. Um, Just a phase. I've loved that one since it was released. And let's see. Music Man. Nothing But You is a huge hit uh, all over California for sure. And I've seen it like really take off. So congratulations to Darren. I like the song and the feel for Lily, like I love you. Um, There's something about that dance that's just, it's a lot of fun for me to dance to that one. Uh, Shot of tequila. I learned 16 counts of, and I, because I was waiting for something, and then I I went over the 16 counts, and I never revisited, so I definitely need to get back on that. Soul Shake was a lot of fun, and I was able to follow that one on the floor, so I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed Fred's teach of it from his chair at the Irish event he did recently. And that's how I learned it. From that teach? Mm-hmm. Oh, I just totally followed Maddie and Simon the first night uh, on the floor. So I was lucky enough. Fall so fast. I really, really enjoy that dance. I think that one is such a perfect balance between Miss Carrie Mouse and Miss Joe Thompson. They are wonderful ladies and amazing choreographers, and I really enjoy that dance. So I was really excited about that one. This Is Us by Rebecca and Fred has definitely been on my list since I saw it at Marathon, and I just feel like I've been slacking. It's hard when you're a teacher and you're trying to prepare students for an event where certain dances may or may not get played. And so you have to really be picky about what you teach, which means you have to be picky about what you learn. So some of my lessons have not been where I would necessarily like them to have been. Uh, I will probably end up learning Take the Ride before the next time we see Yenny and Kirsten because they make it look so fun. Yes. And I know that Jesse likes it, so we'll have an opportunity to dance it with her as soon as we learn it. 
Uh, but definitely before I see them again because they were having a party the night that it was played. All right, with just a few seconds left, thank you for tuning in. This has been Line Dance Podcast with Megan Barcelia and Christopher Gonzalez. And until next time, we will see, see you on, on the, the dance, dance floor. floor.